0: The scavengers <laughs> Network. Nope, hang on. I, I it's the
1: Thunderdome, Scavengers Network style.
0: This Sunday, symbol Sunday, Sunday, it's Timeline Scavengers. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Timeline Scavengers. Welcome. It's me, your DJ host in the morning, uh, Bobby a uh, bone breaker <laughs> i didn't have anything planned for that uh, uh hey everyone welcome to the timeline scavengers this is the worst opening i've ever done uh i'm colin one of your hosts and this is a podcast I'm all about james i'm gonna start it over
1: <laughs> i'm james the truckosaurus roar i'm bad for the environment vroom, it's a vroom. podcast
0: specifically designed to last forever i'm colin parker one of your hosts
1: i'm james anderson one of your other hosts
0: <laughs> On this show, what do we do? <laughs> On
1: this show, we talk about uh, the MCU uh, in historical order, uh, scene by scene, till the end of time, until the Trachosaurs are, <laughs> are 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 driven from the planet, uh, like the scourge of aliens that they obviously <laughs> are
0: after they've completely ripped apart our ozone. <laughs> The Truckosaurus
1: Reapers left uh, a series of clues for you to find their <laughs> magic.
0: <laughs> okay, well, what are we really
1: talking about today, Connor? Yeah,
0: uh, we <laughs> let me tell you, this was probably our craziest intro ever. Uh, uh I just I'm feeling like the energy of like a long weekend coming oh, sure. to a close, you know what I mean? Um For sure. It is uh so the thing we're going to talk about today is 1839. Uh, from an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 2, which starts, quote-unquote, at zero minutes and zero seconds. uh, and stops at two minutes and 29 seconds. That being said, the first bit of this, when you're watching it on Netflix, hit skip recap, because that does have spoilers for what is to come. Correct. Um, Okay. Now, uh, what we want to talk about, and I'll probably say this every few episodes or so, um, just as a quick reminder there's some stuff that is quote unquote uncanonized or like you know kind of yeah. been you know quote unquote but like at one point it was in the MCU and we're just going to sort of allow it to remain there for yeah, the time absolutely, being. absolutely. Uh, mostly because it's also our show and we want to do this so you know yeah get off my back
1: mom so fuck you okay oh, sorry. Sorry, I just sorry, said sorry. get off my back
0: hot. mom my mom does <laughs> listen to the show um Actually, you know, real quick, I just do I do want to say I do appreciate that my mom listens because she yeah. doesn't understand most of what we're talking about, uh, but she's just sort of along for the ride, and she is uh, she's like, I can tell you guys like it. So,
1: thanks, mom. Number one Mayan man, fangirl, your mom. Uh... That's true,
0: actually. She was, was I, I did tweet about it, but my mom listened to the episode where we were mentioning the actor who plays the Mayan man, and my mom was like, yeah, of course I know him. Like, <laughs> Because he was in Dancing with the Stars or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, or So You Think You Can Dance, maybe. One of those two. So You Think You Can Dance, yeah, uh, yeah. And yep. she was like, yeah, of course, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That he was in Almost that.
1: like, hey, yeah, duh.
0: Yeah. Like, what? Like yes. she seemed surprised that I didn't know who he was. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, all right, enough putting my mom on blast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, yes. this is a, a pretty big doozy um, mm-hmm. of a moment. Uh, because yeah. without the context of pretty much the rest of the season, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. you're looking you're like you would see this scene if you know, in historical order and go, "What is happening? I don't I don't understand what I'm looking at." Exactly. So, uh, what happens in 1839 is we are in Gloucestershire, I believe is how you would pronounce think, it. I think it's
1: Gloucestershire.
0: Gloucestershire, probably. Yeah, that's probably makes yeah. more sense because uh, Worcestershire, right, is the yeah. sauce. So, yeah. Gloucestershire. Uh, Gloucestershire, uh, you know, as the southerners might say, uh, Mm -hmm. is a county in southwest England. Yeah, and that's where we find ourselves. Castle, uh, pretty much just known as Hydra Castle. I don't think it has any other name. I never found any other name for it. Rather,
1: yeah, no, no. Uh,
0: And I don't think it is like an actual like castle. You know what I mean? Mm. I I don't know how to describe this. What I mean is, I don't think Hydra Castle is a otherwise famous castle that they secretly right. turn I right. think it's just like um just something that they you know created for this
1: sure yeah absolutely
0: but basically there is a a gathering that you come across and it's uh like I said I mean it's 1839 so it's you know garb that you uh would probably not normally see obviously in today it's it's very like old school very like yeah. oh yes hello yes I'm I'm part of the upper you know Echelon yeah. of society,
1: exactly,
0: uh, and uh, you know it's very, it's like very much what you think of. I think when you think of like old England clothing, um, yes. And so it's a group of Hydra members though, uh, yep. who have gathered at this castle um, for a lottery. I think is probably the yep. only way to describe that yep. really. Yep. Um, and so essentially, there is a uh, a set of stones that they all you know, pull from. Yeah. Uh, And those who grab the one white stone from the bag is made to enter the room uh, off to the side, and that room houses something called the monolith, which we will come back to in a moment. Um, In the show, uh, there's a character whose name is Lord Manzini. Uh, He grabs the white stone, and he is sent into the room uh, with, uh, you know, basically a few weapons, some equipment, uh, uh, but you know, that's shortly, I mean, I right, think we right. all know that that's, once, once <laughs> yeah. you're like given stuff and you're like a character no one's ever seen before, it's like, that's over. Um,
1: you ever watch someone be, un- be given stuff and still vastly underprepared? Well, now you have, cause it's this guy. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. This is like the first MCU version of like the, the red, the red shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. I mean that's all that this guy is um, here
1: you go manzini I got you this uh I I paper crane here you go mm-hmm. this will protect you um anyways good luck <laughs>
0: uh so he's you know he's part of this this group of Hydra um yep. which is uh essentially like they worship this guy Hive who we have mentioned before so I'm not gonna yep. go back through that but if you want to go back through like the some of the past episodes we we talk about hive and like the creation of hive and stuff like that um yep. Hive, uh, has been banished from Earth and sent through um, a portal uh, and that is what this monolith is so he walks yep. into this room and it's still this essentially it's a stone like a giant slab of stone uh, and he's just kind of like okay cool you know what uh, What do I do how do I uh, uh, so he enters the room uh, and he's obviously pretty understanding of the possibility that he will probably not return um, right Another guy is like, hey, you know, you need to be brave, knowing that his chances are basically uh, zero. Uh, Manzini is thrust into the room, and the door is closed behind him very quickly, uh, and they block it up with some wooden boards. He essentially has just enough time to turn around and face the monolith before screaming his face off and being absorbed by the monolith as it sort of... I don't know what the word for this is. Liquefies. Yeah, liquefies. I mean, it just sort of like... It just like sort of slurps down and slurps is exactly and correct. And yes, slurps him right. in and
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, de-slurps
0: and then yeah, exactly. It it uh, reforms. It, right. it goes uh, and yeah. it's it's back to normal. And uh, he is now on an alien planet, right. um, which I don't think they talk about the name of it in that, so I won't mention the planet's yeah, no. name i won't break that uh, but the basically the the main thing that we really need to know about um is the cree monolith oh cree sure. ooh. ooh this is a group that we've talked about before they're starting to come back again right for a little bit more action mm-hmm. um so the cree monolith was an ancient cree construct uh, that could transport certain individuals or objects to another location to another like planet or area or zone you know whatever uh and there are actually interestingly enough a couple different types of monoliths uh, but the, the one in particular here is specifically space related yep uh like kind of a a, a movement based for lack of a better term yeah um and let's see i i, I don't think we really ever have much information as to far as to how far a, a lot. Nope. Hang on. What is the sentence I'm trying to form? How long ago? There we go. Humans actually were given this. Right. You know, right. it's just it's very much implied, though, that like, obviously, since before 1839, uh, Hydra yeah. has been having these sorts of meetings. Uh, you know, this cult has been gathering and sending someone off to their basically their doom. Um, right. And it was one of the artifacts that was left behind by the Cree when they were forced to end the experiments that they were doing on humans uh, back in the, you know, much, much older times that we've mentioned right. ago. Um, right. When they were basically doing all their experiments and creating inhumans. Um, so basically the ruling Cree hierarchy was like, okay, hey, inhumans, big mistake, time for you to leave. Um, and the monolith was created to get rid of them and banish them mm-hmm. to a distant planet. Uh, right. And then they just sort of were like, well, guess we're just leaving it behind now. And so yeah. there's like no explanation, no info. It's just there. And like they are there to explore it. Yep. Uh, and it uh, it gets worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, so <laughs> uh-huh. I, that's pretty much all that I can... Uh, get into with it uh, because that yeah. takes us to the future uh, of time. Yep. Um, I, interestingly enough, you know, actually I'm curious. I never looked up this, but I'm wondering.
1: While, while you look that up, why don't I do um, a little bit of IMDB catch up on, on, oh, on yes, this. Yes, yes, uh, please do that on this episode. So this is an um, um, episode called purpose in the machine. Uh, it is uh, season three, episode two is called. mentioned it aired on October 6th, 2015 it was directed by Kevin Tanch- uh, who directed 15 other episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., one episode of Hellstrom, three episodes of The Flash, three episodes of Arrow, one episode of The Inhumans, two episodes of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, one episode of Iron Fist, one episode of Supergirl, 18 episodes of Mortal Kombat Legacy and Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Um, this, this, this episode was written by DJ Doyle, who did the story for oh. uh, the 3500 B.C. We, we met DJ Doyle back in, in 3500 B.C. Uh, DJ Doyle also did 12 episodes uh, with a written by uh, credit of uh, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, lord Manzini is played by a guy named Daniel Wolf with an E at the end. Uh, the only thing I saw that was sort of comic book related was The Conjuring 2. Hmm. Uh, there's a young blonde guy, a young blonde lord in the group. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and he is played by Piers Stubbs. Um, this guy was in two episodes of American Horror Story 1984. He was the voice of Eli in Metal Gear Solid 5: The Phantom Pain. And he was in 58 episodes of Little Einsteins as Leo, who was the redhead kid with green glasses, one of the Little Einsteins. This guy was the voice of him. Interesting. So when you when you watch this guy... Take the stone and send this man off to his death. Be like, "No, we're going on a, a trip in our favorite, favorite rocket, rocket ship. That monolith, monolith and that other, yeah, exactly.
0: In our favorite um, monolith,
1: <laughs> Uh soaring soaring the Lord through
0: in, the uh,
1: <laughs> through the space, I will eat your face.
0: <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I was like in my head, I was like, surely there is a term for rock that would rhyme with sky. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't. All of a sudden. The second I was put on the spot, got nothing.
1: <laughs> uh, the Lord in glasses, there's a guy wearing glasses. Um, this is a guy named Mark Casimir Dinowitch Jr. Uh, he has played a the role of prisoner in five other Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes. We're going to meet this man five other times each time, aside from this, playing a prisoner. Is
0: he the same prisoner every time?
1: I don't know. I
0: don't know. (laughs) Okay, fair enough.
1: He was in uh, The Hunger Games uh, Mockingjay Part 2, Interstellar, 11 episodes of American Horror Story Asylum, one episode of Dollhouse. He was strip club patron in Ninja Cheerleaders and pirate sentenced to death in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. And I have one more guy to talk about, and this is my, my coup de gras for my IMDb segment for this episode. The guy that plays Lord Thornley, the head guy mm-hmm. that, like, is like, hey, everyone, let's do this thing now. Um, this guy is played by Alex Hyde-White, H-Y-D hyphen White. He was in one episode of Dexter. He was in the movie Catch Me If You Can. He was on the TV show Mantis, which I've talked about in many other places. It's kind of like... Uh, Black Batman from the early 90s. Uh, one of my favorite shows. Speaking of the early 90s, he played Reed Richards in a 1994 movie of the Fantastic Four that I didn't know existed, even though I was very into the Fantastic Four in 1994.
0: Interesting. Like live action
1: um, or like cartoon? Live action. Huh. Live action. Yeah, Huh. Uh, it got a 3.8... A on uh, IMDb that oh. was it's a uh, rating yeah
0: ooh that's probably why you don't know about it
1: yeah it was he played young Henry Jones in Indiana Jones in the last crusade so in the beginning of the movie oh. River Phoenix runs in and it's like dad I found this thing blah, blah, blah. and and Sean Connery-esque voice is like wait and, like, and he finishes writing, the guy that plays him in that movie is this guy, Alex Heidweiss. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Um, he, he was in two episodes of Hill Street Blues, which is one of my favorite 80s cop show. It's fantastic and incredibly woke for its time. Uh, he was in four episodes of Buck Rogers in the 25th century, two episodes of the original Battlestar Galactica. Mm. And, Colin? Yeah. He was young man in... Captain America 2, colon, Death Too Soon from 1979.
0: Whoa.
1: And then I wrote Woof. And then I wrote 3.9 on, on IMDb. Hey,
0: a step above is future Marvel.
1: On IMDB. Yeah. Listener, Colin, everyone. Yeah. Search Captain America 2 Death Too Soon. There is a trailer oh my for God. this film. I don't want to say anything about 70s comic book movies or whatever. But Captain America's helmet that he uses when he is riding on his motorcycle is huge. It is gigantic.
0: I mean, it is straight up. I've seen this before, right? It is so much like. uh, Okay, so there is a movie or not movie. uh, Sorry, I'm distracted by this. Death Too Soon.
1: Death Too Soon, yep. Here. It is about someone okay. is killing, is making people age prematurely. Death Too Soon. Gotcha.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm saving that here. Okay, so um, I don't know if you watch football at all, James. A, a little. Okay, but every time I've ever seen the former quarterback of the New York Giants, Eli Manning, yep. I have always wondered... What the hell is he doing with a helmet that is clearly far too big for his head? His helmet <laughs> yes. is gigantic. And the first time I ever saw that Captain America costume and saw his like his helmet, I was like, yeah. why is Eli Manning in this original Captain America movie? Um, <laughs> it looks so outrageous. I someone did actually a really cool job recently of doing a 1970s marvel avengers mcu like crossover okay thing where i mean because there was a bunch of like
1: like, spider-man right and
0: there was a bunch of these things so someone did like a thing where they like superimposed like lou ferrigno's hulk with uh like the 1970s like japan spider-man um With like that Captain America, with like the shittiest looking Iron Man you've ever seen in your life, yeah. Uh, yeah. with uh, with some someone from the X Men. I don't remember who, um, but like it's a bunch of like really bad 1970s versions of superheroes. I think David Hasselhoff's Nick Fury is in there somewhere,
1: nice, um, which
0: I think is fun. Uh, and I think that might be everyone, but like they did a few things where basically like. There were clearly scenes where they weren't actually standing together or running next to each other that they like made it look like they were on a team doing something. Um, that's awesome. But so I feel like that's pretty cool. But again, the Iron Man kills me because it's just a man like in a suit like trying to like turn around and like he's very clearly in a suit that if he turns too quickly he will tip over and it looks so bad. Oh, it's so funny. Anyway, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so that does exist. So, but yeah, the 1970s yeah. Captain America. Whew,
1: the The helmet reminds me, um on flight of the Concords, mm-hmm. uh Brett was making uh for a, a number of episodes uh helmet hair, <laughs> which was helmets that it looked like it quote unquote looked like your hair, but mm-hmm. it was obviously a helmet. Mm-hmm. That's what this reminds me of where it's like why that yeah, that's a helmet, obviously it, but uh, you it's, know what it, it's really it like of
0: looks like it looks like he had another helmet on already for captain america but they're like well we can't have him take that off because we've actually like plastered it to his head with makeup so we have to make a bigger helmet to put over top of that for when he gets on the motorcycle you know because for some reason this first one is not safe enough for dry yeah so exactly it's exactly it's like a helmet on it's like a helmet for your helmet
1: exactly it is a helmet for your helmet that's 100 correct and that is all i have for imdb i was just fascinated by this man alex hyde white and his history of being one captain america two reed richards three lord thornley
0: he was captain america he, i thought sorry, he was he in, was in
1: sorry he was in captain america okay. and then he was reed richards and right. then he was lord thornley sorry about that right.
0: yeah you know uh,
1: you do get to see him in the in the trailer there is a young man that is being spoken to and that is that's cool. that and that's definitely uh, Alex Hadway. yep.
0: That's tight, I like that a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, okay, so what I was Googling earlier real quick cause I realized that like I uh, pretty much always do a thing where you know when I introduce like a new character or concept, uh, I make sure that I'm presenting the comics versus the MCU. Um, but right. as pretty much as far as I can tell because I've tried multiple different versions of this, um, the monolith is only designed and made for the TV show. So the pre-monoliths okay. don't appear anywhere else, uh, in MCU or Marvel history. Um, I mean, obviously the monolith, sorry, is still in other seasons of, sure. Sure. of, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I just mean right. like in general, like right. it doesn't show up in any other property rather is, is a yeah. better way of saying that. Um so there really isn't much more information to give on it because I mean usually we go through the full history of things but because sure. it's only designed for the TV show I feel like if I give you yeah. the full history of this item it will reveal some of the things that you will come to find out later about uh the model exactly. so I don't want to I don't yeah. want to ruin it like you know 2 years before you hear about it you know what I mean <laughs> Exactly Um even though once again you'll probably forget I even said it Um <laughs> so I think with that I think actually we've kind of hit a good Point with it. Like sure. it's not a yeah. lot of information yet. It's actually a pretty quick scene, uh, yeah. but it sets us up. I mean, you know, truth be told, like really for like two probably more years from now, um, yeah. but it, it does set us up really nicely for what's to come with this monolith. Because this, let me tell you, it, this is—I don't feel like this is a spoiler. The monoliths play a huge part in Agents of Shield for mm-hmm. a while, um, mm-hmm. so like you'll you'll hear about the monoliths a lot. So never fear, you will get. Hey, just when you think
1: you've gotten out of the monolith, they keep pulling you back in. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? Sometimes you make jokes like that, and I'm like, "Come on!" But that one, that one's pretty good.
1: You did, you did good with that the, one. The joke is in how accurate it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, um, then I shall just dive into uh, the transpatial uh, region of social media.
0: Yeah, sounds good. All
1: right. Uh, So we have a Twitter account for this show, the Timeline Scavengers, which is at Timeline Scav. Now, if you zoom out a little bit, Timeline Scavengers is part of the Scavengers Network, Mm. which can be found on Twitter at Scavengers Net. If you zoom out even further, you find me looking down on the Scavengers Network, like some sort of like um, alien overlord. And you can find me on Twitter at Unabashed James. Now, Colin. Yeah. If you zoom out even further, mm-hmm. looking down on me like some sort of wizened actual airline overlord, where can we find you on Twitter? You
0: can find me, uh, you know, pulling the puppet strings of everyone at the Scavengers Network <laughs> at Colin M. Parker. Um, and, you know, since we're talking about the Scavengers Network, let me give you a little suggestion for what mm. to listen to in the meantime between this episode and the next one. If you're like, oh, I, you know, I, this was a lot of fun, but now I have to wait a full week And I don't have any other podcasts to listen to. Well, never fear. There's plenty to listen to here on the Scavengers Network. Might Mm -hmm. I suggest to you a show that has gone through two seasons, uh, one very long season and then one, you know, moderately paced season. Uh, And that show is something called Blink and You'll Miss It. Ever heard of it? Uh, It has uh, actually sorry, a better line of that would be Blink and You'll Miss It. Uh, It is hosted by James Anderson. Ever heard of him? There we go, Uh, and the
1: Hannibal Lecter of Blinkman Two podcast. Yeah,
0: absolutely, Uh, because he murders every episode. No, uh, no, he's it's a great little show. Uh, It's a highly bingeable show. Every episode is over before you know it because it's five minutes or less. Um, And you know, you can find me in like twenty episodes, Uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, that is honestly a lot considering James was like, people can show up in five, and I was like, "Mm, I'm not going to take five for an answer. uh and so i showed up a lot more uh and it's i don't know it's it's a great time it's a deep dive into the discography of blink 182 and all of their side projects like uh plus 44 boxcar racer uh and that's pretty much it for the time being but you'll probably uh, get into other um, stuff right
1: the oh. mark hoppus and and the guy from uh oh that's
0: right that's right, and simple creatures i forgot about simple
1: that. creatures yep
0: uh, and
1: then uh Hey, do you, wanna, do you want an exclusive? Oh yeah. Exclusive for uh, Season 3? mm mm-hmm. um, I just want to confirm because I forgot. But uh, the, the side projects that we're going to be doing in Season 3 are as follows. They are...
0: Here we go. Right now.
1: Alkaline Trio. <gasps> and the Aquabats. And angels and airwaves
0: james i'm about to have to be on 20 episodes again
1: oh sorry only god damn it for alkaline trio and only uh we don't need to whisper for angels and airwaves that's okay. why there's so many
0: gotcha yeah. okay hey,
1: and so i'm gonna do a new a new season of alkaline Trio, a new album of alkaline trio each time and then we'll see sense. about angels and airwaves i'm only really confident about the first angels and airwaves album uh, i am even as a well little
0: bit. so d- don't worry yeah. about that I, we'll see. So I love Alkaline Trio and God damn it's yeah. a very good album. It is. So, hey,
1: the Fury of the Oh, Sorry, and just the Fury oh, of the Aqualaz. Oh, that's right. Aquas.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I've yeah, got to yeah. be in some Oh, God, James. i got to be in some episodes of that. Let me tell you, yeah. my senior quote. So I got to have, okay, real quick side note. I know we're trying to leave the episode. Is it tell your mom, this? tell
1: your dad I was super rad? Yes,
0: I used that as one of my two senior quotes <laughs> in high school. So I got one in the yearbook. And then at the end of the year, the music department has like mm. an end of the year thing and so the seniors get to do some stuff and they get like a senior quote and so for that I had tell your mom, tell your sorry, and if we die before the battle's through tell your mom, tell your dad, we were super rad.
1: And while you prepare for the stuff that's to come, I have been your host James Anderson.
0: And I'm Colin Parker.
1: And I as the lords of English Hydra always used to say verily and evilly excelsior.
0: Hey what's that model it took? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a he, cool... Can you guys help me carry
1: this monolith up the... Oh, God, we lost another one.
0: Podcube. 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 Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can listen to audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. Our very first Podcube was sent back in time to 1880, to Alabaster's haberdashery. And this is what the audio sounds like. I am a... Uh... Horse mechanic. I do a lot of wet work. What is the new smell? What is the new smell that I have from you? Oh, that's excitement. Oh, my. What are you, why are you whispering into your hand? Oh, one minute. Did you just kill a bird? Um, Oh, my. I have learned the operational parameters for my normal human vent muscles. I'm going to take this chair and hurl it through the glass because what is anything anymore? Search Podcube, all one word, in your podcast app. Or visit poweredbypodcube.com. Podcube. 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 The future is yesterday. The Scavengers Network.
1: Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.